Hello, and welcome to the Denali Lord Nutrition and Wellness Podcast. My name is Denali Lord. I'm a registered dietitian, fitness professional, and mindset coach. Today, we're talking about manifesting and what manifesting is and what manifesting isn't. So over the last couple of years, manifesting has become a super hot topic and people proclaim that if you do something as simple as visualize, these super grandiose gestures can happen. Well, it does take a little bit more work than visualization. So I'd kind of like to start off by going over what manifesting is not. So manifesting is not dreaming. (laughs) Dreaming is nice at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, a dream is a dream. It is not reality. Manifesting is not just writing down things on a sheet of paper or typing them out on a spreadsheet or a Word doc and thinking it will happen just because we wrote it down. Instead, manifesting is actually visualizing what we want to happen. So take your your big goal, right? Your outcome goal that has so many different factors that part of it is dependent on external sources, other people, other resources. It's not just us. But more importantly, manifestation is actually visualizing yourself doing all the small steps, all the details that you need to do in order to accomplish those bigger long-term goals. Maybe you are manifesting that one day you'll open up a restaurant or one day you'll become a doctor. Maybe you're manifesting that one day you start a clothing line. Maybe you're manifesting that one day you meet the man of your dreams. All of these things are awesome and we can think all of the wonderful, positive thoughts about them. That's definitely a step in the right direction, but just thinking about those wonderful manifestations, those amazing goals will not actually help us accomplish that goal, right? I can't just think that I'm a doctor, an MD, and suddenly I'm an MD. It takes a lot of education, a lot of training, and also the matching system, quite frankly, there's some luck involved with that, right? If I rank somebody as my first and they rank me as number third for their choice, we won't match. Frustrating. So there's some external factors that are going into this. So whenever you are manifesting, let's start with the whole process of visualization. So visualization, we are visualizing ourselves, not only achieving that long term end goal, but we are also manifesting all the small steps that it will take to help us to become what we're ultimately dreaming. For example, if you are wanting to lose something like a hundred pounds, that is something that quite simply it takes time in order to lose the weight in a safe way that you will be able to maintain long-term. And it is so much more really than weight loss. This is a complete lifestyle overhaul from the diet, the exercise to sleep recovery, the overall 
mental and emotional help of that person's being. There are so many steps. So one way to visualize and to help yourself kind of map out or program small steps is to take your big goal and then write down five to 10 steps to help you achieve that goal. So I'm going to say that again. So think of your big long-term goal and then write down five to 10 steps you need to take in order to achieve that long-term goal. That's where you're going to make your, remember those process and performance goals. So process goals, just as a reminder, those are goals that we can control just about hundred percent of the time. Performance goals for the most part, we can, I'd say somewhere between like 60 and 70%. So for the most of the time we can control the outcome of the process outcome goals, not so much, right? There's a lot of external factors. So we really want to, in order to achieve something that's super grandiose, we want to break it down into these process and performance goals. So I want you to think about five to 10 steps that you can take, that you can control the outcome for the majority of the part. Remember there's, there's always life, life happens, but within those five to 10 steps, go ahead and write down or say aloud, however you, you remember things, five to 10 steps that you can change into a goal. Here's an example. Say that, and this is, this is true, right? I don't run. Um, I actually despise running, but we're, we're going to pretend. So I hate running. I now have a goal of running a marathon. Okay. So (laughs) I have this lofty goal of today, April 20th, I am running zero miles per week and it has been years since any miles have been run. And within one year, I am going to run this marathon injury free. So thinking of five steps that I can take. So step one is to build my weekly mileage. Maybe the first week I start out with run half a mile, walk half a mile, run half a mile, walk half a mile. Okay. That there's step one. Okay. Step two would be to sign up for a 5k. That's roughly three miles and a quarter in say three months. That way I can safely build up to this without having shin splints or any other kind of injury. And then within six months, I've now worked myself up to a 10k, which is six miles. Okay. The third step I would have would be to work up to a half by nine months. And then at three months later, I would be shooting for that first marathon. Okay. And a large part of it would be dependent upon how I felt at those increments at the 5k at the 10k at the half marathon. If at any point in time I get injured during those, I might need to come back and reevaluate and set another process or short-term goal to help get me back. So it's a good idea to have these five to 10 steps that you need to reach your long-term goal 
be somewhat flexible, meaning that um, you are not so rigid that if you get injured or sick or if something happens, you can't adjust it. Goals, that's, that's literally what being a smart goal means. It's supposed to be specific to you, measurable, attainable, right? And if we get injured or sick or life happens, then that goal is no longer attainable or really relevant. And then we have to change the time bound capacity. So for me, honestly, just thinking aloud with that marathon example, I would probably make my marathon for me, realistically, more like a year and a half because I feel like it's a big jump to go from the half marathon at six months and then you know, run that extra 13 miles within the other six months. So, um, and there's all, there's all kinds of things that we have to think about with this. So I really want you to just kind of write down these overall five to 10 steps that you can take into achieving that long-term goal. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it more tomorrow. Okay. It's kind of tweaking and going back and adjusting those goals and steps. All right, guys, if you have any questions, any comments, please feel free to reach out to me at info at Otherwise have an awesome rest of your day. And thank you so much for listening.